0: Welcome to Training for Womanhood, Be Fit, Be Healthy, Be Happy, where I help you go through some of the overlooked health issues that we as women go through during womanhood. Welcome to another episode of Training for Women, Be Fit, Be Healthy, Be Happy. On this week's episode, I'm going to talk about sexual health. It's a vast topic, as you know, but I'm going to look at sex drive. And why it might be stalling, coming to a full stop, non-existent, not happening, dry. Let's start off with what is sexual health? So sexual health in men and women is the ability to enjoy your sexuality uninhibited. So that's free from any risk, free from any harm, which could be free from unwanted pregnancies, any kind of... Sexually transmitted disease, any sort of discrimination, just the ability to express it freely. I'm going to touch on what drives a woman's sex drive and the factors around that. What's an average sex drive for a woman? Do we know? What's a high sex drive and how can we tell? Well, it's a bit obvious, but yeah. And also the opposite of that, what's a low sex drive and how can you tell? Of course, again, a bit obvious, but there can be, there will be factors causing that. Before I continue, I'd just like to give you the book breakdown of what sex drive is. Basically, it's the libido. It's a Latin word. It's a noun that means desire or lust. But let me just uh, read what this says. The libido. Instinctual psychic energy that in psychoanalytic theory is derived from primitive biological urges as for sexual pleasure or self-preservation and that is expressed in conscious activity. Don't we just love that explanation? (laughs) So here's a question. What drives a woman's libido? Have a think about that. So there are a few factors that drive the libido. That's biological, psychological and social. I always talk about the hormones and our hormones being in balance. When they become off balance or imbalanced, then that's when we experience problems. So with that said, biologically, We have our sex hormones and it's when these become off balance or off kilter, we have issues. And this can affect our sex drive as women. An increase in estrogen can affect our sex drive in a positive way, increases it. But an increase in progesterone can decrease your sex drive, decreases your libido. Then we have testosterone, which of course we have in small amounts. One effect is if this is increased in any way, it has an effect on our libido. Our sex drive or libido can be affected psychologically as well. This can be stress, anxiety, tiredness, depression. Imagine you're 20, 30, you've just had a child. Your first child, second or third. You're stressed anxious around that situation, that will of course affect your libido or your sex drive. Relationship problems can affect your libido, our libido. Are you happy in your relationship? Is it going well? How about just sheer exhaustion? Come on now, we as women, we multi-process fantastically. Sometimes that ability to multiprocess can affect other areas of our lives and our libido might be one you can also bring into the equation drugs maybe alcohol as well that can affect our libido by reducing the sex drive so moderate your intake of alcohol and also take a look at how you manage your drug use which of course i'm not advocating there may also be social factors like getting older. The reduction in production of the sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, can also affect our sex drives. The menopause, postmenopause, perimenopause, all the pauses, <laughs> health-related health problems, maybe certain religious beliefs, all these things need to be taken into account. I should also mention medication. Certain types of medication can reduce your libido. We've got high blood pressure medication, antidepressants, diabetes medication, even some types of contraceptive pill can reduce your libido. Also medication for an underactive thyroid, thyroid issues. Those can affect it as well. Sometimes it's not easy to pin down what the problem can be if your sex drive is being affected in some way. You might ask yourself, what is an average sex drive for a woman? What are the levels? What is the range? I find this quite bizarre because the Kinsey Institute has issued some stats. It says 18 to 29 year olds, 112 times per year. That equates out to about twice a week. 30 to 39-year-olds, 86 times per year. That's about 1.6 times per week. 40 to 49-year-olds, 69 times per year. And they stop there. I disagree, to be honest. Everybody is different. To me, there's no average, there's no normal. The only normal that there is, is the normal for the individual. What's normal for one couple or an individual may be abnormal for another. And it's unfair to imply that A or B or C or D is normal and the other is abnormal. The question should be, is the individual satisfied? It's that simple. What we do know is that sex drive changes in the stages of womanhood. And this is all caused by hormonal changes in your twenties, in your thirties, in your forties, in your fifties, and beyond your fifties, your experience and your levels change. I mean, in your fifties, you're less worried about getting pregnant and you're going through the menopause as well. So your sex drive would be very different. What is a high sex drive and how can you tell? What's a low sex drive and how can you tell? If we take it back to the individual, I would say that you have a high sex drive if compared to your partner, yours is a strong and frequent interest and desire for sex. And what's low would be the opposite of that. Your partner has a higher interest and you have a lower. Remember, it's not unusual for fluctuations in different periods of your life. And these fluctuations can occur because of age, stress, hormonal changes. If you consider your libido to be low compared to your partners, or you just have no interest and this is causing stress, then you could have a low libido issue. It's if it's causing stress to you. If there's no stress, no anxiety around it, it's not a problem. Well, I wouldn't think it'd be a problem. Some couples are simply just out of sync. Remember, libido is unique, and if you feel like you're on a pendulum. There could be a reason for this. And as I've stated earlier, this could be biological, psychological, or social. There are extremes to sex drive. You can have no libido, or you can have extremely high libido, which is also known as hypersexuality. Think of Eric Benet, think of Robbie Williams, think of Tiger Woods, Charlie Sheen, Lindsay Lohan. If you have no libido and you have no health issues and it's not causing you any stress, any anxiety, you're getting on with your day. It's not a problem. It shouldn't be a problem. But if it is causing you issues, health issues, you should see your GP. Hypersexuality it used to be known as nymphomania, but it's hypersexuality. Textbook description, compulsive sexual behaviour, It's sexual addiction, an intense focus on sexual fantasies, urges, or behaviours that can't be controlled. Of course, this must be distressing, problematic health-wise and job-wise, and other areas of your life will be affected as well. Hypersexuality is a disorder. About 3% of women suffer from this disorder, and like other disorders, this can be triggered. You can have an internal trigger or external trigger what tends to happen is that the sufferer usually has a strong desire trying to get away from the feelings or escape from the strong reminder of the pleasure they've experienced. Not all sufferers experience the same triggers. So it's imperative that you find what your triggers are and you try and manage them in a healthy way. You try and cope with them. A way of coping is, via exercise or meditation, specifically designed for this type of disorder. Focus on your healing journey. Why did you start your journey? Be mindful and focus on it. And also join support groups. There are loads of support groups out there. You can direct it to them via your GP. So just to bring this to a close, we've discussed what the sex drive is. What drives a woman's sex drive? What's an average sex drive for a woman? what's high and what's low, and how can you tell, we've determined that there's no average or normal sex drive. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Be sure to check in next week for the next podcast called Physical Health, Walking Back to Happiness. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. Please stay tuned for future episodes and do please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Instagram at dnice.fitness, that's D-N-Y-C-E, or via my website dnicefitness.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you and if you have questions of your own or need advice about your health and well-being or womanhood in general, please do send them through my way and I'll respond directly and also in future episodes. This podcast has been brought to you by D-Nice Fitness and produced by the great team at The Podcast Boutique. I'm your host, Denise Campbell. Have a wonderful week. Until next time.